I tend to use a lot of biblical references. Typically, in the back of my mind, I think I'm talking to my younger self. And I am talking to myself. As well as you. So I was thinking. I may be missing some people with all the biblical metaphors. So I'm going to try to tell the gospel to the one who has never heard any of these Bible stories, if I can. First of all, the simplest way to put it is. If you are willing, he is willing. You were created by God. And since God loves you so much, he came to us. He presented himself before us so that we can identify him in the most clear form possible. He knows life can be hard and complicated. And not only did he show us who he is and what his intentions are for us. He made a way for us to get back to him from which we have been separated. He showed us the way. He paved the path, showed us how to find it, and said that he is waiting there to show you how to get down the path that leads back to the Father, God. Of course I'm talking about Jesus. Everything boils down to one thing and that one thing is Jesus. Without Jesus we would know nothing of God. Jesus is the Word. The image, the manifestation of God. In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. John 1 verse 1. Jesus is the Son of God. Jesus is the light within God and the light that gives life to man. Let there be light. Amen. Let's look at it this way. You could say, The first created was the Son. We cannot detect the Father. The Son is the inheritor of God. And when I say the inheritor, I literally mean God. Because we cannot detect the Father, but through the Son. In other words, everything we know and have ever comprehended of God, all the works of God, all come through the Son. So, for the sake of our understanding we could say, that in the beginning God expanded himself, which is known as the Son of God. We have a connection with the Father through the Spirit of God, which is also known as the Spirit of Jesus. Here's where it really gets good. The Son, which is the literal image of God, the inheritor of God, took his inheritance and decided to make for himself a family to share the inheritance with. That's where we come in. And remember, Jesus said it was good for him to leave us because he will send his spirit to live in us, which means we can be even closer to him now than when he was here. So we could say, he is the son of God, because the firstborn son receives the inheritance, and he inherited God, which he already was. If I am in a room and you are in another, and I call out to you, you can't see me, but you hear me. You hear my word. Jesus is the Word of God. Once again, the manifestation, you could say, of the unseen, even unknown. And in the beginning, everything was spoken to existence. So in the beginning, you could say was when God started to move. God spoke. Jesus is the Word. And when he busted out on the scene, he started to create. And in his creating, he said, Let us make them in my image our image, which is the literal image of God. Let us make them my brothers and sisters. I will share the inheritance with them. The Bible says, Darkness fell upon the earth, but the light, that is the life of man, which is the light of God, came to the world. The world did not recognize the light, which is the Son of God, but those who did recognize him and accepted him for what he claimed to be 
for those shall be the sons of God, even to those who believe in his name. So now, thanks to Jesus, we are connected through the Spirit. By the way, male or female, we are called sons of God. Because we're talking about receiving the inheritance, which has historically always went to the sons. However, when we are talking about an eternal connection with Jesus, we are called the bride of Christ. Okay, quickly we are going to refocus. Just a quick reminder that it's all about Jesus. Jesus is the goal. Even if you might not understand right now, trust me, more Jesus equals more everything you've ever wanted. Jesus is the goal. The goal is to be as close to Jesus as possible. Amen. So then, take a look around. You do not have to look too far to see that life is an inconceivable tale of pain and suffering. Something is wrong. Something is not right with humanity. Something is not right with everything. Everything just dies eventually. If there really is a God, then what the hell is going on? Now there can be an abundant load of theological thinking on the subject. So I'm just going to give you a quick rundown. A few ideas to think about, without getting in depth about the problem. The first thing I want to point out is, if you have caught on to what I have said up to this point, you are to become a child of God. Now think about that. Just like your natural father, you are practically a spitting image. So in order to become a mini-god, it's not going to be easy. However, it's not going to be hard either. The hard part is the training ground. The easy part is it's all about making the choice to love God. Let me say that one more time. The easy part is that the whole point is so that you may choose to love God. The hard part is the training ground. The easy part is it's all about making the choice to love God. Let me say that one more time. The easy part is that the whole point is so that you may choose to love God. And if you love God you will keep his commands. In other words, you must let him have control of you, like a horse that has been broken. He commands me and I obey. It's all about the choice like I said. You must have faith. You have to believe that Jesus is who he claims to be, so that you might have the faith to know that he will do what he said he will do. Everything is done through faith, so that no man can boast. All we do is make a choice, and God does the rest with us. The problem that we see in this world is the same problem we have had since the garden. You could say that the original sin was when Lucifer decided to do what he wanted to do, instead of what God wanted to do. And our sin today is when we decide to do what we want to do instead of what God wants to do. So from the garden to today we have nobody to blame but ourselves. If I was to go back to the garden and be the original man I can't see anything that would have happened any differently. We always choose to decide what we want to do. We decide for ourselves what is right and what is wrong, also known as the knowledge of good and evil. Here it is. If you possess the knowledge of good and evil, then you hold the power to choose what is good to do instead of God. I don't know how God works. I don't know his master plan or how he's gonna pull it all off. And if you just learned you were created to be a child of God, then we should turn to our maker and ask him what is good for his creation to do. Amen? So we live in a world 
where there is a possibility for failure. Because we have been given the ability to make our own choices. God knows what those choices will be. However, he must allow us to make our own choices. Otherwise, we would not have free will. Such as a robot being programmed and can be programmed to love. But we know that a robot cannot truly love because it is just programming. Love is synonymous with sacrifice. A program cannot sacrifice. We must choose to love God. Once again, we must choose. God is love. Love is synonymous with sacrifice. Love is a choice. Okay, so back to Jesus. How do we get more Jesus? More Jesus equals more life. Real life. Seeing the kingdom of heaven. Psalm 37 verse 4 says, Commit your way to the Lord, and he will fulfill the desires of your heart. In order to commit our way to God we must recognize him. The more you love Jesus, the closer you are to God. Jesus is the only way. Because we cannot detect God. Only the Son has seen the Father. The Son is the only expression of God. Jesus is the only Son of God. Therefore, by accepting the free gift of salvation, we become a brother or sister to Jesus and get to share in the inheritance of the firstborn, the Word, which became flesh. Jesus. And the inheritance is God. Father, help me to be an expression of Jesus, so your glorious plan of salvation may be known. For the glory of Jesus, amen. So we recognize our Creator by looking at Jesus. And now seeing what was once hidden, we can begin to comprehend how to love God. Sacrifice is love. God is love. We must believe Jesus is who he claims to be, the unique Son of God, so that we might have faith to know that he will do what he said he will do. The Bible says, The world did not recognize the light which is the Son of God, but those who did recognize him and accepted him for what he claimed to be, for those shall be the sons of God, even to those who believe in his name. We don't have to know how to love God in order to get close to Jesus. We just need to be willing. If you are willing, he is willing. He will send his spirit to guide us, if we ask. Jesus said, If you love me, you will keep my commands. That is called trusting God. In other words, in the garden we chose to do our own will. Choose for ourselves what is right and wrong. The knowledge of good and evil. As we still do today. He who is innocent cast the first stone. We love God by choosing to do his will and not ours. We love God by choosing to do his will and not ours. We love God by choosing to do his will and not ours. Jesus did God's will. He even asked his father to find another way, if it be his will. But he always did God's will. That's why he was innocent. We too must die on the cross. We must sacrifice our will to do the will of God. The Bible says the end of me is the beginning of Jesus. We must cry out to God and surrender. Ask and it shall be given. Listen, when it comes to this Jesus stuff, just ask. If it is his will, you will get what you ask for. And he is your father, and he loves you. You can even ask for something to ask for. Everything is done through faith, so no one can do anything. Just ask. By the way, one sure fire way to do God's will is to not only love God, but love each other as well. 
What we do to others, we are doing to Jesus. Here is what the Bible says God's will for you is. God's will is that all shall come to know Christ and be saved, and called, child of God. His will is that you come to know and love Him, and then He has His purpose for you, whatever that may be. But first things first. Sacrifice your ways and seek God in all things. Love others the way you love yourself. Others are God's holy. As Psalm says, we all belong to Him. If you know Jesus already, but you still have the same desires as the world around you. If you can't find your way, here's what you do. You surrender. You cry out to God and say, Save me, Jesus. I commit my way to you. I will seek you in all things and all thoughts. Jesus, save me. Help me to know and understand you. Call my name. I don't really know what I'm doing, but I choose you. I know your ways are perfect, and it all is working for my good and your glory. Send your spirit to me, Jesus, so that I might meet you and understand. Draw me closer to you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, have mercy on us and let your spirit shine a light on these words. All for the glory of Jesus. Amen.